Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish Podcast for independent minds. TGIF, everybody. Now, about last night, yesterday at Smirkanish.com, 12,469 votes were cast. The question, will the January 6th hearings be consequential? The yeses were 58.2%. The noes were 41.8%. So were the yeses accurate? I don't think so. Of course, I watched. I saw video that I had not seen before, but the overall story for me really didn't change. And maybe that's because I've been paying close attention since the beginning. For me, last night underscored that this was nothing organic. This was this was not a surprise. Uh, not when considering what had preceded it. In other words, it was an orchestrated event designed to overturn a fair and free election, which is why I don't accept, I don't uh, agree with any of the calls, and many of you have called and said this, I don't agree with any of the whataboutism, the criticism that tries to equate this with violence post George Floyd. I mean, to me, that's apples and oranges. One was an appalling disregard for the rule of law. There was a process in place that resulted in a murder conviction. Anybody remember the name Derek Chauvin? And then sought to use the cover of protest to cause destruction of communities. Of course, none of us condone any of that. But it's not a fair comparison because the other, January 6th, was an attempt to replace the will of the people based on unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud, and it was instigated by a president. Now, having said all this, did last night move the needle? Was there any grab him by the lapel moment? No, I don't think so. You remember what I'm referring to, right? CBS News' Robert Costa with the vice chair of the committee, Wyoming Representative Liz Cheney. This was from about a week ago. Congresswoman, are you confident that what you have found as a committee will somehow grab the American people by the lapels and say, wake up, you have to pay attention? Uh, I am. You know, the, the threat, and it's an ongoing threat. You know, we are not in a situation where uh, former President Trump uh, has expressed any sense of remorse about what happened. Uh, We are, in fact, in a situation where he continues to use even more extreme language, frankly, than the language that caused the attack. Uh, And so people must pay attention. People must watch and and they must understand how easily our democratic system uh, 
can can unravel if we don't defend it. Hey, I agree with her. I want people to pay attention. This is serious stuff. I'm just saying, was there something from last night that was like a holy crap, wake up, you've got to see this? I don't think so. The universal takeaway from last night is that last night was all about Trump. And by that, I mean that I'm looking at Jonathan Weissman for The New York Times. I'm looking at Amber Phillips for The Washington Post. I'm looking at Niall Stanage from The Hill. And each of them has, well, in the case of The Times, it's the five takeaways. In the case of The Post, it's the six takeaways. And in the case of The Hill, I think they characterize it as like the, you know, the five key, here it is, the five most dramatic moments. Each of them ranks as number one something about Donald Trump. In the Washington Post, the committee's chair, Representative Benny Thompson, Democrat of Mississippi and Vice Chairwoman Representative Liz Cheney of Wyoming, began laying out what they described as an elaborate intentional scheme by Trump to remain in power, one unprecedented in American history and with dangerous implications for democracy. Quote, January 6th was the culmination of an attempted coup, said Thompson. Now, for somebody not paying attention to any of this for the last year and a half, if they watched, I would think that last night was jarring, especially if you'd never seen the footage. And then again, I say, well, if someone has not paid attention up until last night, were they suddenly going to pay attention last night? Especially those who supported Donald Trump in the last election. I mean, why, if they'd ignored it, here's what I'm trying to say. Why, if someone had ignored it up until now, were they suddenly going to watch? Maybe because it was everywhere. But I'm dubious and I'm curious to see. And Brian Stelter made reference to this in his Reliable Sources newsletter. Maybe I'm falling victim to what he feared, but I am going to be one of those who's going to tally the numbers. And try and understand how many people really watched last night. It was carried on two of the three cable stations and all three of the big networks Interestingly, it was not carried per se on Fox. It was derided on Fox, but in a pretty genius manner. From Mediaite, Fox News primetime shows went commercial free for more than two and a half hours while not airing Thursday night's hearing of the January 6th committee investigating the Capitol riot. But when I tuned in, it was always in the background and they were talking about it without commercial interruption why herein lies the genius because if they went to commercial maybe you would have drifted away from fox to the hearing itself instead you kind of were getting the hearing except you were really being told how meaningless it was by the fox primetime hosts and this is really important because half the country is getting their news and information from that or affiliated loosely or literally kindred spirits. That is setting the narrative for half the country is what I'm trying to say. And if Fox is deriding it, then half the country is not buying it. Hence, to go back to where I began, the needle doesn't get moved. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide. And in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. This morning when I was doing the 4.30 a.m. read in, I went to the Fox News website because I wanted to see how are they dealing. This is the lead story. This and Uvalde for reasons I will get to in the second hour of the program, because there there's some really stunning developments pertaining to the school shooting. But this is the other big story. And when I did my read in this morning at 430, I went to the Fox News website because I wanted to see how are they how are they treating it in their online edition? The lead story, at least at that hour, the lead story was Biden seeking to overturn Trump policy in the Middle East. Followed by, I kid you not, the Napa, California DA refusing thus far to hand over all the records or the mugshot or some combination thereof of Nancy Pelosi's husband. He had a DUI incident of some kind a week or so ago. And something about a Britney Spears wedding. Did she just get married? She did. Uh, she got married yesterday. And evidently uh, there was her first. What The first thing that happened was that her first husband tried to crash the event and taped it live and then got tackled by security and taken out. So that was a little dramatic. And then there was great uh, notice <laughs> taken of who was there and who wasn't there because like Madonna and uh celebrities were there but her family obviously was not have you seen the liberty mutual uh commercial where like the ostrich is getting married and they do anyone anybody objects yes right do you love those so much i definitely do i'm totally totally uh, that and progressive where you can't act like your parents because i see myself in blue hair right hysterical (laughs) uh okay so 4 30 a.m what is fox leading with biden reversing trump on the middle east Pelosi's husband and a DUI and Britney Spears getting married. 
So this morning, driving in, I was curious to hear how will they treat it on Fox and Friends? How will they cover last night the January 6th committee uh, hearing? I mean, this is their very highly rated morning show, and it's important because this show, much like the network, anybody who listens here for a regular time period knows, I believe this is where the true power lies in the Republican Party. It's not with Rona McDaniel. It's with talking heads on Fox News and to a lesser extent in the world of terrestrial talk radio. I wanted to hear, what's the tone for the day? What is the tone for the day? I listened, I pulled the audio, and we must subruder it, okay? This is Brian Kilmeade, by the way, who's been a guest on this program on a number of occasions when he's written uh, books about American history. Pete Hegseth and Ainsley Earhart. The, the, the show, let me just walk you through the first 10 minutes of the show. First, there was preamble about barbecue and something about Leonard Skinner getting sick and another country star having to come in and take the place of the immortal band. Yeah, that's it. We have a huge oh, setup yeah. outside. We're getting ready for our All-American Summer Concert Series. It's our second one this summer. We're going to have these all the way through Labor Day. Right. Chris Jansen is coming today. We were going to have Leonard Skinner, but two of the members are sick, and so they're not able to come. So now we have Chris Shame. Jansen, who's saying, Nobody's left. Nobody's left in Leonard Skinner who was in Leonard Skinner. I kind of resent this because I saw Ronnie Van Zant and all of the real Leonard Skinner with 100,000 of my closest friends when they were opening for Peter Frampton. That's another story. So after the preamble, now they cut to a straight news report, but it was preceded by a setup. Just listen carefully. It is 6.03 here on the East Coast. Let's get to that top story. The January 6th committee hitting primetime last night with a hearing produced by a former ABC News executive. That. Censored uh, House Republicans Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, the only Republicans in the room. Okay, after so Speaker like immediately, I'm, okay, here we go. Just as I told you three days ago, the way in which this thing is going to get spun is, well, it's all produced by someone who used to be the president of ABC News. That's true. Someone who ran Nightline, somebody who wouldn't let you hear a story about Jeffrey Epstein or some such thing. And, you know, the Republicans were censured out of this process. Then they cut to a news reporter, Alexandria Hoff, who has a pretty straight news report. Good morning, Pete Ainsley, Brian. You know, last night was the first of seven televised hearings. The goal is to showcase the findings of the largest criminal investigation in our nation's history. Over the course of two hours, the panel presented never before. Now, I have to say that it's it's a pretty straight two minute ish package. But then it ends with uh, someone giving a soundbite saying, well, you know, uh, the Democrats wouldn't provide the protection that was sought by the Republicans for January 6th. I'll come back to that in a moment. So now they settle in for the spin. And this is what I'm really keenly interested in. I think it's Brian Kilmeade saying to Pete Hegseth, so what'd you think? So what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Well, you were there. You were there January 6th. I was there that morning covering that rally for, for Fox us. and Friends uh, because it was a, a an, an important moment. No one knew what was going to happen. I described it as a constitutional tinderbox. That's what it felt like, for sure, being in that crowd. That's true. But what last night, if you watched that, nothing, you didn't learn anything new. If you were uh, paying it was attention. highly edited to, toward one side, very hyperbolic. Well, toward one um, side. Hold on like a second. Th- hold, hold on a second. Toward one side. Toward one side. Hyperbolic. I mean, it was... It was it was presented in a manner different than a typical congressional hearing, for sure. 
for not the least of which reason that it's eight o'clock in the East prime time when the thing begins. Was it a constitutional tinderbox on January 6th? I agree with that. Did you not learn anything? Depends if you've been paying attention. As I just said, I didn't learn anything because I've been paying attention. I saw some film footage I haven't seen before. Would I call it hyperbolic? Would I say that one side was cut out of the process? No, I, I wouldn't say that, but I'll explain in a moment. Um, it felt like a third impeachment, actually, an attempt at that, right? There was only one side of the argument, uh, and I don't think any minds were changed at all. I so agree with whatever that. whatever preconceived notion you had about January 6th is what you came out of that hearing that with is true. as well. Uh, and certainly not bipartisan. Bipartisan in name only, and only one side it of was the Well, hold on a second. Hold, hold on a second. Well, now, now let Ainsley speak, and then I, I'll respond the to both The only two Republicans in the room, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, who dislike Trump, Trump. Jim Jordan and Jim Banks were supposed to be on this committee. They were appointed by McCarthy, and then Pelosi rejected them. Another thing, this executive... Okay, so hold on, hold on a second. 147 Republicans... 147 Republicans voted to overturn the election results. Two of them were Jim Banks of Indiana uh, and Jim Jordan. I mean, are you going to put individuals on that committee who were part and parcel of the problem, who were going along? I think by definition, if you're one of, this is my view, if you're one of the 147 who were in on the cabal, who wanted to overturn the result of a lawful election, you are disqualified. Sorry, you just cannot be on the investigatory process of what transpired on the 6th. I think now she's going to move on to the ABC former president. Another thing, this executive that produced this production is the same person who is said to have spiked that Epstein story. Mm -hmm. And then they ignored some of the key facts. They didn't tell the story of how Donald Trump approved 20,000 National Guard troops on January 4th, two days before. And uh, once the president calls up the troops, then that action goes to Nancy Pelosi, the sergeant of arms and the mayor of D.C. I have to tell you, when I heard this, here was the first analogy that popped into my mind. This this is like the arsonist blaming the fire company for their slow response right it's totally overlooked ainsley it is totally overlooking of who lit that match and began the conflagration and instead now you're trying to shift attention on why the fire department was slow to arrive to put out the blaze excusing the conduct of the arsonist and by the way The fact checkers all say that what you're saying about the fire department's slow response is false. Here's the Associated Press. Uh, July 23rd, 2021. This is a fact check. Claim House Speaker Nancy Pelosi blocked the National Guard from coming to the Capitol during the January 6th insurrection. AP's assessment, false. As Speaker of the House, Pelosi does not direct the National Guard. Further, as the Capitol came under attack, she and the Senate Majority Leader called for military assistance, including the National Guard. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy posed a similar question on Fox News, saying, was there a decision by the Speaker not to have the National Guard at the Capitol that day? The answer, says the Associated Press, is no. I can read the whole thing to you, but you get the gist of it. The fact checkers, and I had my pick. I just went for for the AP because I hope that many of you would not say, oh, they're biased. But the Associated Press says that's that's just not true. 
And they have to put those troops into place, and they did not do that. In fact, the mayor denied the National Guard in a written refusal. That was never talked about. Why weren't the troops there to protect the Capitol? If they had been there, would, they, would all of these people outside been able to storm the Capitol? Look, we don't approve of them storming the Capitol. We don't approve of this we violence. Don't approve of, we, don't, but, we don't approve of, we don't approve of the, the arsonist. We just want to make that clear. We don't approve of the arsonist, but we have got to talk about the fire department. approve of this violence. But a few bad apples don't reflect... Hold it. The entire- Hold it. Hold it. A few bad apples? There were a lot of bad apples who stormed the Capitol, and they were stoked and sent on their mission by the President of the United States. But for Trump's conduct, uh, someone, I, I think it was David French, said, let's stop talking about January 6th, because that excuses all that came before January 6th, it was the whole preamble and then the cherry on top of the cake, the lighting of the fuse was was actually the sixth in his remarks. Let me say it more clearly. Would any of that which transpired on January 6th have occurred but for Donald Trump's direct conduct? Hell no is the answer to that. And, and somewhere in this somewhere in this mix, there is not only laying of the blame on Pelosi because you know she didn't want she didn't by the way how asinine that they ask us to believe that Pelosi wouldn't want the Capitol defended say what you will about Nancy Pelosi and her husband and his DUI but you're not going to convince me that Pelosi wouldn't want the Capitol protected you know that she'd, she'd want it torn down no come on but anyway there's another related charge about Donald Trump in all of that that you know Trump have they already said this part yet? Trump, he wanted the National Guard there. He called out the National Guard before January 6th. Well, another fact check. Which one did I go with in this case? USA Today. Pardon me, I can't help but do the rush thing. Uh, USA Today fact check. Trump repeats false claim that Pelosi rejected request for National Guard. These are intertwined. But when you get into it, quote, while Trump never formally requested 10,000 National Guard troops, then acting Secretary of Defense Christopher Miller told Vanity Fair that Trump brought up the figure in conversation the night before January 6th. I don't know, maybe he did mention it to Christopher Miller, but he never formally made the request. And by the way, even if he did, do you excuse the arsonist because the arsonist did call the fire department? Isn't that part of the joyride of an arsonist? He wants to watch them put it out. A little bit more that I want to comment on because I have a, if I don't sound braggadocious already, just wait. I've got a big I told you so coming. Here's a little bit more from Fox and Friends. Again, the significance of this. This is the narrative. This is the response. You're a sophisticated audience. You watched last night. I'll entertain your phone calls in a moment and you'll tell me what you thought. For me, no surprise. I've known this story. There was not a grab them by the lapel moment. I'm not minimizing it. This is serious stuff, and I wish the whole country were paying attention. But the whole country is not paying attention, even though it was shown on all the networks. And I'm illustrating for you why half the country is going to be totally dismissive of all of this. A little bit more now of Brian and Ainsley and uh, Pete. But a few bad apples don't reflect the entire party. They 
they are trying to prove, in my humble opinion, that Donald Trump was behind a plot to take over the Capitol, right. uh, prevent Mike Pence, or hope Mike Pence changes his mind, to declaring that he gets four more years in office. Uh, I, they tried to show video. I saw some video of the Proud Boys at different locations, the different things they did to stage it, and the Oath Keepers is the other one. Uh, they want to show that everyone's behind it. They wanted to show the violence. They gave us new angles to the violence. It was absolutely horrific. But it wasn't any worse than or any better than anything we've seen leading up to this. So, so, so said- far, hang on. So far, I, I have no problem with what Brian Kilmeade is saying. Uh, incidentally, in my stack, I have another fact check on the Trump National Guard story. Do you know that that one got four Pinocchios from the Washington Post? Well, it's the Washington Post. Hey, four Pinocchios from the Washington Post. In the Hannity Meadows version of history, Trump was a hero ordering a massive force of National Guard troops to protect the Capitol only to have his order of 10,000 troops rejected by liberal foes. There's no evidence to support the claims. No investigation has turned up such an order. Rather, Trump made an offhand remark in a meeting unrelated to the events of January 6th based on an inflated expectation of the crowd that would gather that day. Moreover, when the Capitol was breached, Trump was a wall. Yeah, exactly. By the way, if Trump really had wanted law enforcement there that day, then wouldn't you expect that on the afternoon of the 6th, when it all goes to hell in a handbasket, he'd be on the horn saying, where are you guys? I told you I needed you. And none of that happened. Back to Brian Kilmeade. I've got one final observation. What you sat there the whole time saying is, number one, you got to accept the results of an election. Get your law, legal team out there. You go ahead, pursue it aggressively, responsibly. And after that, when William Barr, your greatest ally, turns around and says there's nothing there, there's no when your great, when your MVP Mike Pence, who was with you from every step of the way, said there was nothing there, when Ivanka Trump and Jared Trump say we can't see any proof that there's anything there. You turn the page, and Donald Trump would probably be at 68% approval rating right now. By the way, I I agree with all of that, but i got to make a point. Yeah, he's right. When Barr, Pence, Ivanka, Jared, when they all tell you there's no there there, you've got to fold the tent. And if Trump had ended like a gentleman at the end, notwithstanding everything that came before it, he's right. Right now, those numbers would not be close between Biden and Trump. It would be all about Trump. But. For me, the only thing I tweeted about last night in that two-hour process was something about Bill Barr. Did you watch when they rolled a clip of Barr's videotape deposition when he said this? I made it clear I did not agree with the idea of saying the election was stolen and putting out this stuff, which I told the president was bullshit. And... uh, you know, I didn't want to be a part of it, and that's one of the reasons that went into me deciding to leave when I did. You're I damn right. And who observed. said at the time in December of 2020 he wants no part of the way this ends? I said that here on POTUS repeatedly with no idea that January 6th was about to unfold. I have in front of me CNN story December 15, 2020, headline Attorney General William Barr resigns quote just had a this is a quote from Barr. just had a very nice meeting with attorney general oh, pardon me this is a quote from trump just had a very nice meeting with attorney general bill barr at the white house our relationship has been a very good one he has done an outstanding job as per letter bill will be leaving just before christmas to spend the holidays with his family trump tweeted announcing the news and i said at the time nobody 
who's the attorney general of the United States, a gig that he desperately wanted. He held it for two times. Really impressive. Uh, He held it on a Bush watch and then he held it as well for Trump. Nobody leaves at Christmas with 30 days left on the clock. You walk out the door when a new administration comes in, when you are the top cop of the United States. I told you it was BS then, and he confirmed it last night when he said, I think his words were, you just heard him, that's one of the reasons. Well, he never acknowledged that before. No, that was the reason. He wanted no part of this spectacle And now we know it. And now it's confirmed. I'm also looking at his resignation letter of December 14. It's like a total suck up to Trump with no mention, with no mention of either uh, Christmas or of uh, of of his concern over what was to come. So now you've got it. Okay, you know, my narrative, my narrative hasn't shifted. Did I think it was overly produced? I should address this as well, because I, I said earlier in the week that I was concerned it would be overly produced. No, I don't think it was overly produced. I just think that half the country has now got its marching orders, its marching instructions, and you just heard them, and I did my best to confront them, and therefore I think largely the needle is not being moved, and people who believed one thing yesterday believe the same thing today. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. This is a message for anyone with high LDLC or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide, and in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDLC. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Dave, you're in Tampa. You get to go first. Just keep it quick. Hey, good morning. Um, You know, all I know is there's enough going on that, that is not ever being talked about or brought to the forefront. And the commercial a moment ago with Speaker McCarthy talking about 
No hearings on gas prices. No hearings on food shortage. Why are we focused on one thing? And we're supposed to believe all these people are so altruistic. And Horatio Alger up there going ahead, talking about the six from this moral high ground. They've lost me. I'm sorry. I'm not advocating for violence, but they've lost me. And until they talk about some other issues, I could care less. Right. Uh, and I'm and I'm sure you speak for many who I mentioned. I mean, t- today, let me come at it a different way. Here's something that frustrates me. Today is one, day 107, I think, of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And it's like nowhere in my program. I've got three hours mapped out for you today, and I'm really excited about what's about to unfold here. I'm so worried we're going to take our eye off that ball and that Ukrainians are going to suffer as a result of our limited attention spans. All those other issues are very important and probably trump, no pun intended, what I'm talking about now. If Americans are paying more than $5 per gallon for gas in the fall, that's all that's going to matter. But this is important stuff. And just because there are other things going on doesn't mean we should ignore it. Hakeem, you're in Frisco, Texas. You learned things last night. Give me an example. I think that learning the fact that his orbit knew that he had lost, and not just those on the periphery, people extremely close to him knew that he lost, told him that he lost, but that was clearly rejected. I'm high information. I listen to you. My wife is low information. She doesn't listen to all this. She was just shocked to hear um, all the things that that led up to it. I think we hear about January 6th as if it was just, you know, somewhere in the middle. It is a culmination of multiple events. And for all the, uh, for all my uh, friends who love them from Trump, I didn't go off opinion. I went off the words of what other people said around Trump, whether it, including, know, including whether, Ivanka, yeah, including, including Ivanka, it, the, it, the, the it, clip that they played last night. Ivanka. Yeah. It, and so, and so the, the, the narrative you're going to hear is either they're all lying or, hey, there's another side to this. Well, there's not a whole bunch of other sides to this. No. And can I say it also – and Michael will also say this. I also know at the same time this morning inflation went up uh, to 8.6. Guess what? I can I can understand and I can consume multiple things Me too. all at the same time. <laughs> Me too. And I think yes. everyone that, that calls in, just like your previous guest, talk about, well, okay, we, need, we need to just focus on this one thing. No, we can, we, we can do multiple we things. We focus on all. Yeah, exactly. We're 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 like the we're like the two bulls. We're like the two bulls at the top of the hill. Okay, we can go down and we can handle all the business. Kevin, Boston, your takeaway is what? You know, Michael, I didn't have any problem with any of your analysis. My problem with this is that this is in prime time based on allegations of conspiracy to overthrow the government when the man has not been charged with anything, not allowed to mount a legal defense, not allowed to secure counsel. This is a prime time example of him talking directly to the American people with edited videos and half read tweets. Um, and it's not, it's not right. I think he should be charged. I think he should be brought in and have a, you know, a, a trial like any American that's his right as an American. And I think it's wrong that we're not, um, we're not respecting people's rights that are, you know, outlined to, uh, to well, them. How about this? I mean, if Donald if Donald Trump and thank you for that, by the way, if Donald Trump wanted to be there, I'm sure they would welcome his appearance and that of Mike Pence as well. Wayne, you're in Dresher, PA. What did you most want to say? Yeah. Hi. I think this entire series of hearings is not intended to change public opinion. I think it's to put pressure on the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland to uh, bring charges against Trump. I think you might be right. I mean, maybe this is all for an audience of one. 
and that part of the motivation might be because they believe he deserves that, but also to to, to take him out, politically speaking, for the next uh, cycle. Paul, Hatfield, Pennsylvania, what did you most want to say? Yeah, good morning, Michael. Um, I think that program last night was very well done, very intelligent. The only problem you're going to run into is that most of the people who worship Trump aren't the sharpest knives in the drawer. So it's going to go right over their heads. What you can only thing you can hope for is at the middle. But remember, you can divide up the American population to a third, the guys on the left, the guys on the right, the guys in the middle. If they can get the guys in the middle to side with them, Trump's, you know, that's the end of Trump. That's the problem. So I, the middle I'm, doesn't really want to do anything. Yeah, I can't. Thank you, Paul. I can't I can't buy into the You know, they're dimwitted and they're not buying this. I don't think it's a function of intelligence. I just need to make that clear. But I believe that we all want to appear smart and we look to others to guide our thinking. And those on the right look to Fox to guide theirs. And I played for you exactly the narrative that they are being fed today. I appreciated some of the things I heard. Brian Kilmeade had a lot of things that he said in that in that opening that I agreed with. But how they got there, no, for the reasons that I explained. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.